all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? Welcome to Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. And the vibes are back, baby. Dubs win three games in a row. We rolling. Ow! Win streak, win streak, win streak. Without Steph. Let's go. Without Wigs, without Clay. Word. Great win. Great win. Word. A great win that was infuriating throughout the process, just like the last game, but I'm going to still take it because let me tell you, like, the amount of silliness, and then it's like, Mm. and then they do something good, and so then, you know, there's always those camp people like, oh, see, see, are you going to comment now? I'm like, bro, that doesn't excuse all the other dumb, stupid shit. Like, it could be so much better if they just cut the dumb shit, so. they could have blew Utah out. Yeah, I mean, we can get into all of that, but definitely a much-needed win. To keep things going, the Warriors are back at 500. I know. (laughs) I feel like we've barely gotten over that hump this year, though. We'd be like one or two games, and then like we start losing. So let's keep it going. They get a couple of nights of rest, thankfully. I'm hoping for that last game of the calendar year. We have Wiggs and Clay back. Well, Clay should be back. I'm just hoping we have Wiggs back. Yeah. Yeah, that would be huge because um, you can see it in, in guys' body language and their legs today. I think guys are starting to feel the fatigue a little bit. So getting a jolt from inserting your two starting wings back into the uh, back into the lineup um, after a win like this is going to be great. Hopefully they, they're good to go. For sure. <sighs> Excuse me for yawning, y'all, but, you know, we be on the East Coast over here and it's mad late. And me and Justin be out here putting in this work. So we do appreciate y'all listening, but it'd be past our bedtime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Justin, talk to me. Talk to me. What did you think? <laughs> yeah, frustrating was the, was the right word. I think they had plenty of opportunities throughout the game to just kind of blow the game open. Utah, like I said earlier, Utah is not like a good matchup or we're not a good matchup for Utah. Like just the speed of our front court players um, and then the size that we have on perimeter, they have a lot of small guards that like to shoot threes and get into the paint with like Conley and Sexton and Clarkson's not necessarily a a tiny guard, but he's a small shooting guard. Um, So I just think it's just any team with a ton of a ton of wings and length is going to give them some issues. Um, So they they had it they had it there the whole game. I know Utah came out hot, especially marketing. They were giving them a lot of open threes. Um just it just didn't seem like they were in it all the way mentally and physically. But they buckled down when they needed to. Draymond Green came up huge in the Incredibly end of the fourth huge. quarter. Um he looked like Vince's Draymond on a defensive end where he was just stopping everything that they wanted to do. So uh great win. Great win. And then I mean, we got another Ty Jerome masterclass. I uh <laughs> I tweeted out he missed his first few shots and I was like, ah, he might have lost it. His Lin Sanity run is over, but he proved me wrong. I think a few people tweeted stuff like that. I mean, honestly, he was driving me crazy still because like I mean, I don't think he actually makes shots for his confidence to be high. And like you want guys to have confidence, but like, bro, he was like going for swipe throughs. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? You're not getting that fucking call, Ty Jerome. Like, what is what are you doing? <laughs> 
He was in his bag. He was in his bag. Other shit like that was annoying me. And then it's just like, and then like sometimes like the silly fouls, it's just like mm-hmm. so much very undisciplined defensive team, you know? And they're just like not great offensively enough. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like the Warriors always, especially after the wins, you know, they'd be sometimes careless. We know Steph used to have like a fetish for reaching all that kind of shit. But it's like when you can score like them and play like them, that's fine. When you can't, you have to be super fucking disciplined on defense. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is it going to take to get these guys to all like really buy in and play defense? Because it drives me crazy. They're just lazy, lax about it, just just stupid shit. They make frustration fouls. They just like stupid shit. And it really annoys me. It really does. It's It's annoying to watch. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. I think um, a lot of the issues that came with the starting lineup in particular, like Draymond sometimes, like a few points throughout the game and Looney for the majority of the game, um, just like they didn't have the legs um, to to make some of the rotations that they usually make. And Dante just seemed like his legs were kind of gone. And I think he was questionable to play tonight as well because he had a knee thing that he had to happen last game. Both of them. So, so, yeah, I mean, I guess you can take that into consideration that they might not have been physically at 100%. I wasn't even talking about them. I'm talking about guys like Tom Jerome. Guys. I'm talking about Poole. I'm talking about... Yeah, JP... He was... We gotta he was just doing anything. He was just doing anything. But, like, he's been fairly consistent. Like, I'll give him I'll give him a pass for tonight because I think he's been fairly consistent with his role with Steph and Clay being out and just having to be the lone driver of offense. Um but he's so erratic sometimes. It's like, yeah, I don't even know if he knows what he intends to do. He's just like doing sh- like, do you have a goal with what you're doing? You know? And like, and sometimes I literally feel like he just throws shots up at the rim. And sometimes when he doesn't need to, like I get when the clock is down to like one second, but mm-hmm. like sometimes you do it early in the shot clock. I don't even actually like, if you're trying to draw a foul, you're not doing a very good job at it. I just, I don't know. Yeah. He was he was annoying me tonight. I love Jakey, but he was annoying me tonight. Yeah, same same here. Um, just a part of his developmental process as far as like developing some more poise and just understanding of time and situation and that type of stuff. But has it has there been regression in that area since last year, or you just think it's the same? And if it's I the think- same, why hasn't there been progression? Um. I would say uh, probably close close to the same, maybe a little bit of progression there. I don't think there's been any regression. I think it's just he has more of a responsibility on this team as far as being one of the guys who's supposed to be the good decision maker and stuff like that, whereas last year um, he was a young guy. like He was just one of the younger players, and he still is one of the younger players on the team, but it's just a little bit different this year. He has a little bit more responsibility, I think. Um so some of those flaws may be a little bit more obvious this year. So especially with all the main guys, like all the other guys out. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess we won. So I know people are going to be like, Natalie, bye. Stop being so hard on them. But like, yo, this shit is annoying to watch, man. <laughs> I don't want to keep watching it. Wiseman, not so good tonight. Um, I kind of projected that last part but that three second call like that shit irked me i was like (laughs) 
First of all, it just irks me that we cannot ever fucking close quarters without stupid ass mistakes, like giving up runs, something to give away points. Just mm-hmm. like we'll be going in with like a nice little lead or momentum, and these bozos just fucking let <laughs> teams do some of that in the quarters. I'm like, how hard is it just to play smart for the last minute or 30 seconds? Like, why is that so hard to do? Yeah. It's almost like they're trying to prevent the home run play from happening. And no, it's like they're almost trying to make the home run play on the defensive end instead of just being solid. And then it just ends up being like an easy shot for the other team or just something like that. Or even if they're on offense, they'll end up turning it over by doing something dumb. Um, So, yeah, they just need to settle down in those situations a lot more. I think they did that in in like the, the end of the fourth quarter for sure. But the other quarters, they definitely have like a history this season of just just doing something stupid, whether it be a dumb foul or a bad shot that leads to a, you know, another shot for the other team or just something turnover. So they just got to get better at that. Well, look, I mean, they won tonight. So there are definitely some positives. Um, You know, and it's going to be like this, right? Like the stars aren't out there. So it's almost like, Natalie, shut the fuck up. Like, why are you complaining? Like, we got the W, but, you know, <laughs> I'm still going to be critical of the process no matter what. Um, but whatever. You know, they definitely got the W. And um, Dante just continues to be huge for this team. Continues to be huge. And, you know, mm-hmm. I do appreciate him, like, going out while questionable because, you know, he has some injury history. So, you know, he's also someone you want to preserve. But, you know, he's out there and putting his body on the line. So, you know, you got to respect that. Dre, of course, still playing, even though he, you know, is a little rough, you know, bruised up or whatever. I don't know what's going on with him. But they all got little things right now. So that I definitely appreciate. Um, And then, yeah, Ty Jerome, he definitely helped tonight. I mean, I I knew Lamb hit maybe like a couple of threes or something, but I still was not a fan of his minutes. Um. I liked PBJ. Let's talk about PBJ. Unless any of the people I said so far you want to get into. Um, uh, PBJ had a good night. He hit some shots, rebounded well, defended well, um, relatively well. And that's all you can ask for him. I think um, he's probably earned another shot at some more minutes later on down the line for sure Um, because he is a a taller body that can go out there and hit a three. If he can consistently rebound, he doesn't have to be like a stopper or anything like that on defense, but just play solid team defense and make sure you're rebounding in your area. You're not got your guys not grabbing offensive rebounds consistently. And I think he can get some minutes and I think he can kind of eat into lamb's minutes a little bit. Um, The thing with lamb is just the spectrum is so wide with him. Like, and this is why he's a two way player, right? Like his lows are really low. His highs, are decently high. You know what I mean? He can hit threes. He made a play in transition. That was pretty nice and stuff like that. But I think just over the course of the game, he he's given he's given a lot of the points back that he's getting for you. And he's you know, a lot of the good plays that he's making are just being counteracted by boneheaded plays or just him doing a little bit too much, shooting a shot that he shouldn't have shot. Um, stuff like that. So definitely a frustrating experience watching it, but I mean he's a two way Guys are out. Um, front court is a little bit like, like lacking in depth this year, so he has to kind of play. So it is what it is. I mean, I don't know if he kind of has to play, but whatever. They're going to keep playing him. Like, I've been able to wrap my head around 
you know, Ty Jerome and just like accept him, you know, mm-hmm. because he's a two way, you know, there, it's just sometimes there are two ways that I love. Quinn was one of those. And so it's just like, I think it's possible not like to be a two way and still be someone who's likable and not like super annoying. Um, I feel like they just have a penchant for like picking annoying two way guys. I mean, <laughs> I do think, I mean, I, I will say, I think this year is the combination of both Lamb and Ty Jerome is probably the best that they've had as far as two way guys. Um, because they have two that can contribute versus it always just being one guy. Is that why that? Oh. For sure. For sure. And I mean, like Ty Jerome is probably the best guard two way that they've had. I can't, I'm trying to think of the other ones they've had recently other than Chioza and Quindary. Kadari was good, but he's more like a wing. Um, and he wasn't doing like, he wasn't handling the ball and stuff like that. He didn't have the opportunity to do this type of stuff that Ty is doing. So I'll probably say Ty is probably the best guard to it that they've had in the last few years. And Anthony Lamb is kind of on par with like JTA, what he was doing in the 2021 season as far as helping defensively in the value that he brought. Um, so uh, yeah, they, they, they kind of knocked, they knocked out the park with the, as far as like impact with the two ways. Um, but I mean, it's just some plays that they do every now and then. It's like, uh, bro, you're a two way, relax. But yeah, yeah, I can stomach tired Jerome. I still want Lamb's ass gone. So anyway, moving on from him, um, I would like to see more PBJ. I would like in spot minutes. Yeah, in quick trigger. Minutes. I think it's all matchup based with him, uh, James. I think it's a little bit matchup based. We saw that PBJ is more suited to play against a team like Utah that's spreading the floor out. Um, and it's a three point battle and stuff like that, even though I think you can kind of utilize Wiseman's ability to shoot as well. But quick trigger PBJ, um, not a ton of super athletic bigs and stuff like that that's going to punish you, um, inside and stuff. So I think, yeah, they should just play it kind of matchup, you know. JK fouled out tonight. Yeah, a couple of those fouls were bullshit. I'm not gonna lie. He doesn't get a good whistle. Um, some of them were dumb fouls, like the reach that he had on Clarkson at the end was dumb. They didn't replay the foul, the last foul that got him out of the game, the rebounding foul. They didn't replay it, but maybe that was a dumb one where he kind of pushed the guy where he didn't need to. But yeah, he doesn't. He, he's a big physical defender, and he doesn't really get the best whistle, but. I liked I liked his effort though. I liked what he was some of the things he was doing out there. He was doing a lot of things he was doing last game, um, defensively. So just some nice reps just got it out for you, you know. Moses tonight. Mm, not 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 really anything special, but um he did have, have like a sh- like a shot though that he had shot. And went in, I want to say it was like one of his first shots. And I was like, oh, good. But then after, um, I don't know, defensively, it just like, you know what it was tonight was bugging me because I just felt like Utah felt no resistance from us until the end. And a lot of that was Draymond. And it could be, not it could be, I'm sure the second night of a back-to-back largely contributed to it. But for the guys who was not playing but like Kaminga was amped up and hype and he played mm-hmm. last night you know what I'm saying so if he can do that I don't understand why the rest of the guys can't do that and like Jordan fine I'll give you a pass because we demand so much from you offensively but you other niggas like you better go out there and fucking hustle like I don't understand like 
You know, like, like I just felt like they didn't feel like they were getting anything they want. Like Ty Jerome was getting abused at points. Like they just, you know, they just, and I understand he's not a great defender, but I just felt like they were not feeling us, you know? And I didn't like that. Yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, Utah was doing a lot of their damage from three, from overhelping and stuff like that. Um, like you said, Joku is a guy that was playing like physical and with energy. Um, I can't, I mean, it's tough for me to hold the other guys to his standard just because he is 20 years old and a free so athlete. I don't expect them to be as good a defender, but I expect them to like. Even from an energy standpoint, I just, it's just tough to, you know. Why? I mean, he's 19 and he's a freak athlete. Like, I can't, I can't hold Ty Who Jerome the to his standard. How old are the rest of them? I don't know how old Ty Jerome. I think he's like, I mean, he's in his 20s as well, but he's like, he's not an athlete. I can't, I mean, I don't know. Ty Jerome, he was doing his best out there. I think it's just certain things that he just won't be able to do. I think Moody was okay. Like, he just, thing with Moody, he doesn't have the quickest first step. So, like, guarding a guy like Clarkson or, they like, Sexton. him really easily. Yeah, it's just tough for him to be able to stay with those guys. That's just not really going to be his role, I think. And they shouldn't really ask him to do that. Um, so, he definitely could have been better defensively. But it's just, you know, there's some guys that's got an athletic advantage on him, and that's just tough for him to navigate right now. Once he yeah. kind of figures it out a little bit better, he'll be he'll be better there. But for the most part, this game, all of my issues were defensively. It wasn't, I mean, the offense is what it is. Like, these guys are not, like, super great offensive players. So, I just feel like when you're not like that, you just got to be better defensively. But, you know, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, because I still think a lot of defense is about your effort, you know. And so, there's only so much pass I'm willing to give for it to being the second night of a back-to-back, particularly because y'all are young. The only people I'm really giving a pass to like that is Dre, the old dudes. Like, y'all are young. <laughs> y'all are young. So that's where I land. Anyway, anything else before we break? Um, no, nah, I think that's – we covered everybody. Definitely yeah. covered everybody. Definitely. <laughs> We're very shorthanded, so it's not like the rotation is that deep, right? <laughs> right. Or it is deep. We're going deep because we're missing some people, but it's, you know. Anyway. All right, guys. We'll be back. I'll try to be better. I felt like I was very negative this um, this, uh, segment. (laughs) Not intentionally, though. I'm happy about the win. We vibe. Three wins in a row. Three wins in a row. By the way, Kareem Ashad said you need to work on your vibes. So What? Yes. I don't think she'll mind me saying that. Yeah, she tweeted that like, Justin, gotta work on it a little bit. (laughs) Can't you hear the excitement in my voice? Oh my God. (laughs) We'll be back, y'all. You're listening to Golden Spaces. Stay tuned. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? We're back. It's Golden Spaces. See, I know you can hear it in my voice, right? I'm turned up. I'm turned up. I'm turned up. No more negativity. It's Nat and it's Justin. As I said, you're listening to Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. The Warriors got to win. The Warriors got to win. They've won three in a row. Is this the first time at all this season that they won three in a row? 
Nah, they won. They won three in a row earlier. Early in the season, uh, they won three in a row. Um, let me check. Timberwolves, Jazz, Clippers. That was like at the beginning of the season, right? That was like yeah. That was right before they lost to the Mavericks. So they they won five out of six games at one point in the season. Okay. Well, three in a row for a stuffless, wigless team. Wigless. <laughs> wigless. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's pretty damn impressive, I'd say. Yep. yep. They still they remain the best home team in the NBA, regardless of who's playing on the on the court. Are uh, they? Because I the other night they said like they, they have the second best home record. I'm like, well, who has better? Or whoever had better maybe just lost. Can we only yeah, have they two? had to. They had to. Let me see. Home record. The Warriors are fifteen and two. Every other team in the league at least has three home losses. Okay. So yeah. Look at that. So Justin, this is our last podcast for the twenty 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 two calendar year. Last episode. Um so we won't be talking to y'all again until 2023. Um, so why don't we look ahead into the Portland game? They got the Blazers coming to town during this homestand. I feel like that game is going to be a little harder than these other teams. Um, Could be. Because they pack some offensive. I mean, Utah was hitting a lot of threes tonight. Like they couldn't fucking miss. But, you know, honestly, them kind of coming a little bit back down to earth in the second half also helped the Warriors. Um, but, like, in that game, Dame Lillard will be the best player on the floor. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Lori Markman was probably the best player. Not probably, was the best player on the floor tonight. But, like, you know, Dame is arguably a top 10 player in the NBA. So, you know, that's you know, as great as Pool is. And look, he has nights where he plays like he's a top 10 player in the NBA, but I don't know if we're getting that. So um, you got Dame and they could just, they 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 have some offense over there. So um, what do you think about that game? I mean, the good thing is the Warriors will be more rested. Today is what, Wednesday? So I mean, really they only have one night off, but at least they'll have one night off. Um, and it's right. in the bay, so those those two things are in their in their corner. Um, For sure. So, what are your thoughts on that game, that matchup? Um, definitely going to be tougher than Utah. I think um, it's going to be good to get Clay and hopefully Wiggins back for that, and then Dante will be rested. So you got your kind of point of attack guys to throw at Dame and Simons um, in that matchup. So you can you know, especially with Kaminga as well. You can have a little bit of depth there defensively, so you, it won't be as easy for them to do the things that they usually do. And they got Jeremy Grant over there, so potentially that could be a Draymond assignment or a Wiggins assignment or something. But, I mean, Portland started out a lot better than they are doing now. Um, Who's Clay going to you know, be on? Um, That's a good question. If it's Jordan Clay Wiggins starting – um, I would imagine Clay would probably be on Simons. Um, and then 
they just you know match up. I got to see who else starts. I think maybe Josh Hart starts or something. I don't know, but I'm I'm thinking Wiggins on Dame, Clay on Simons, JP on whoever the worst the next worst guy is, and then Draymond on Jeremy Grant or something like that. Um, but they lost four out of six. Um, they just in the under two wins are against Houston and Charlotte. So okay. they're they're not doing the best right now. They lost to OKC twice. Um, you know, they, loving they, the show out though when he fucking comes to the bay. Granted, it's not Oakland anymore, but still. Yeah, you always got to worry about that guy. He's a he's a hell of a player. Simons is also a really really good shooter. So yes. they got to guard the three. Um, they got to guard the three and they got to attack the basket because Nurk isn't really like a rim protector like that. Like so, this this will be another game where if you try to go into a three point contest with them, it could potentially get a little dicey. But if you play to your strengths or play to their weaknesses, which is protecting the rim, you can, you know, get a little bit of more success doing that. So curious to see how they approach it. Curious to see the energy level they come with. And if Wiggins and Clay, or if Wiggins, like how Wiggins looks and if Clay can kind of, you know, make good decisions and stuff like that, they should be able to win and keep it going. Yeah. I'm so disappointed if that's Wiggs return that we won't be covering it, but We'll talk about it regardless when we're back in, in 2023. Um, so I really hope he comes back. Really just would love to see Wiggins back on the court. Miss him. Miss him so much. Team misses him. Um, Andre was out there getting up some shots. Did you see that? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, he's been practicing the whole time. I'm pretty sure he just don't play. <laughs> he just hasn't been cleared to play. Um yeah, oh, so you didn't you didn't get any excited or anything about seeing him out there? Nah, I think he's been he's been doing that for a while. I'm pretty sure, like if I okay. recall correctly. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. We think it. Oh, are we not making a prediction for the next game? <laughs> no, I'm not making no prediction right now. Okay. Well, we want the Warriors to win. How about that? Boom. And keep the win streak going. Keep it going. Draymond likes to show out against Portland, so maybe he'll match Dame. You know, oh, yeah, his boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his boys. Are they not? I mean, they are. They are cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dame wants Dre on his team so badly, so you know, you know how that goes. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Why don't we break here and come back and wrap up with our last segment for the 2022 calendar year? Thanks for sticking with us, guys. You're tuned into Golden Spaces. We will be right back. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. It's Matt, and I'm here with Justin. And this is... Our final segment for our last episode of the 2022 calendar year. I know we didn't get started right when the season started because we were working out some things. So I thank you guys for your patience, the um, people who were with me from all that. And now you tuned in with me and Justin for Golden Spaces. We appreciate y'all. And the support has been great. And we've been doing wonderful and we hope we continue to grow. So please share with people, tell them about us. 
make sure you continue to download and leave us positive ratings and reviews and tell other Dubs fans about us. You know, Warriors World was good to us the other day. He uh, reposted our episode and definitely like, you know, I saw the the impact from she doing that and also like got some new followers and hopefully you guys enjoy the content we're delivering. So tell others about us, um, please, because we we enjoy the support and we love putting out content. So Justin, what do you think? Because I'm looking at the West and I don't know. I feel like a bunch of teams are fraudulent, Justin. That's what I'm seeing when I see these games <laughs> on night to night basis. So I think the Warriors can still win it all. You know, like I haven't actually given up on that idea. Um, I don't know that everybody would agree with us or I agree with me because I don't actually know what you think. So I'm curious. Do you think the Warriors are still going to win it all? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm think that until they don't do it. You know, so um Nets are hot. Yeah. They've won ten in a row. No, no I'm not worried about them. <laughs> um they're a good team. And I'm I'm actually I'm actually glad that they're playing well and that they're good. So there's no more like excuses built into whether or not they lose or win. You know what I mean? Like it's been the Katie needs help thing for the last <laughs> two seasons or whatever. So now that they're actually good and they have expectations, or oh, they're second in the East now, actually, too. So and it's if they so lose, funny though, because they had a coach, and I was told that they don't have no help. And the only thing that's changed is the coach, not the help. And now all of a sudden they're winning. Like you see how that no help help thing goes? It's interesting, right? right? Yeah. I mean, shout out to them. Shout out to KD for going to Brooklyn to play the style of one-on-one basketball that he loved so much that he wanted in Golden State, saw it didn't work, and then Jock Bond came in there and was like, actually, we're going to play defense and we're going to move the ball and play more like the Warriors. And now they're winning games. So um, just a hilarious uh, full-circle moment there. Hopefully they they continue to commit to that type of basketball and they can see some success. But um, overall, definitely still see the Warriors as the best team. Um, It's just a matter of can they get to the playoffs in one piece with a good enough standing so that their main guys can go in full head of steam, you know, cause we know when their main guys are locked in and they, they come up, they, they get up for a game. They're beating everybody and they're smacking them, right? They did it to Boston. Boston came in and talking trash, not talking trash, but talking about how they wanted to right the wrong and, show everybody that they've corrected some of the mistakes that they had or some of the flaws that they had in the finals. Golden State was like, all right, smacked them. Memphis was talking all their trash about being a dynasty. Without Steph, Golden State was like, all right, smacked them. So I do think that they have a gear that a lot of teams in the NBA don't have. Um, It's just about being healthy and not having to go into every single playoff series potentially without home court advantage and having to win four straight series in a row without home court advantage. I think that's a, that's, that's a tough task, but yeah, for sure. I still got them winning it all. So the youth have been showing promise, right. In these games. Um, While the best two players on the team are out. I know that might be controversial for some, they might consider Dre the second best player on the team, but I give it to Andrew. I, Andrew and Dre are 2A, 2B for me. But nonetheless, um, they're missing those two guys. 
And so the young guys are having their moments, right? And there's a number of them who've been showing promise. I feel like the more that continues, the less likely there is a chance of a trade um, for someone. So if that is the case, if they just continue with this team as is, how do you feel about that? Um, I think that they wouldn't not be giving themselves the best chance to win it all, but I would not say that they would be completely taking themselves out of contention. You know what I mean? I think Kaminga has shown that he can be a player that can play in high leverage games. And, you know, Dante has also shown that. So at that point you got eight players, you know what I mean? That you can rely on. It's just tough that, what, how many, about like five or six out of those eight are just perimeter-based players more so than front court. So it's putting a lot of pressure on Draymond and Looney. Um, and we've seen that Draymond and Looney, as good as they are, sometimes certain matchups just aren't the best for those two type of guys. So you want to have a different option that you can go to. Um, and that option just hasn't presented itself yet as a front court piece. So I do think it's imperative for them to try to find that piece whether it be buyout, trade, anything. Um, but I don't think it's currently on the roster. At least you can't trust it right now. So it, it'll be tough for them to go into the playoffs with this same exact roster and expect to compete for a championship, but it's not impossible, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, I just... I mean, definitely in the West, I'm just not moved by any of the West teams, right? So I I still think the Warriors, at a minimum, are definitely making the finals. Um, and until another team just outright beats them in the finals, with, with all of them starting each game and playing, because we know, like, Clay, Dre, Steph, in any series where they've all started and played they've won right and so until a team actually can do that and beat them I'm gonna still say I always take them to win um so I guess that's where I land on it too but we shall see right we shall see how things things play out and it's also because of that why I'm gonna say like you know what the MVP race is still open because on Christmas day at the end of that night, I was told that Jokic is now the clear front runner. And then Luca had 60, 20, and 10. And it was like, oh, he's back to MVP. They just get to a four seed, you know? And then, like, at some point, you got to start putting Kevin Durant probably in the MVP race, right? Because, I mean, they're second in the East and they're on a 10-game winning streak. And I think he's sort of been overlooked, right? So I just think it's not really that clear yet. And there's no, like definitive definitive front runner and I think if it remains like that by the time Steph gets back he can reinsert himself into the race for sure especially if they run off a six seven eight game win streak themselves and he continues to play that the level that he was playing but why when he got injured um because he was playing as the best player in the league like I think it was clear impact wise numbers wise everything that you want to consider he was at the top of the league individually. So the team wins. They start to stack up. They start to climb up the ratings. They start to climb up the standings. Um, he has a compelling case. Um, so hopefully he comes back sooner and later, and then they can just, you know, kind of get it rolling. Because I said they, they have to have a big run in them if they want to climb up the standings and establish themselves as, like, 
contenders like on the books, right? Like on paper contenders, right? As far as like where they like top three seed or whatever. They they gotta go on that run that's similar to what the Nets are doing now, where they just win, like I said, fifteen out of twenty, something like that. So hopefully this is the start of that run right now. They've won three in a row, they can keep it going. And yeah, they can make some noise. Steph can make some MVP noise. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm really not trying to give like Nash a pass or anything. I don't care that much about the Nets, but I just think it's interesting because they were playing that brand of basketball because he didn't really have a choice, I would say. You know, like we know the system Steve Nash has played in Phoenix. He was like a consultant for the Warriors. There's no part of me that believes Steve Nash thought that that was the best way to play basketball. And so it's just interesting when, you know, Katie kind of says it's me or him, you know, and you got Kyrie saying, we don't really need a coach. Um, And ultimately he loses his job. And it's just like, people are like, oh, he's an awful coach. I'm just like, was he an awful coach? Or was he even given a chance to coach? Because basically, Kyrie said they ain't have a coach. Exactly. Like they, he was basically <laughs> running what those two wanted to run and play. And maybe you just say, well, that's what you get for not standing up to them. I don't know if that if he had much of a choice, but it's just unfortunate to me that like now his legacy is like as a coach. I don't know if he even has interest in coaching ever again, but like it's sort of tarnished because it's like, oh, you can't coach. And now, and I mean, I'm happy for Coach Vaughn and like, you know, black man, I love to see that and him get his chance, but it's like, he was given the latitude to coach, thankfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> something that Steve Nash wasn't. So the Nets are interesting, but um going to be looking forward to when they come to the Bay to make up for that shellacking <laughs> they put right. on the Warriors, but um Yeah season is going to be interesting definitely so looking forward to talking about it more um other things you can look forward to um forward to with us um in the calendar year 2023 we'll be having some more guests on and just some other fun things so thank you again for tuning in and supporting us justin a man of so many words do you have anything you want to say to the people before we close out 2022 um, let's get ready for another banner in 2023. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, Justin be cracking me up because I'll be like, nah. and he'll be like, Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's so hilarious. Um, so happy new year, y'all. Early, be safe, whatever you do. Let's go, dubs. See y'all or talk to y'all rather in 2023. Take care later. <laughs>